Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m., your daily companion. A very warm welcome right here on Radio Pulpit with me, Esther. We're trusting in the Lord, and I say to you, and I tell you, my brothers and sisters, let all go and trust in the Lord. Let all go that represents the flesh, that represents the world, that represents material. Let it go, not in that you are disregarding it. God brings it to it is the blessing from God, but let it not control you. Let it not control you. Bless the Lord. We're talking and discussing the glory of God, which is literally the presence of God. We saw that in the book of Acts, chapter 2, when the disciples went down with the power of the Most High God from heaven. The glory and the presence of God, when fire or um, the Spirit of God fell upon them in a form of tongues of fire, And uh, that we fetched it from the shadow, which is in the book of Exodus. And um, we we actually going through this now. We're going through this. We started at um, Exodus chapter 13, 14, and we are still in 14, and we're going to 15. And we see the transformation of the children of Israel, or should I say the believers, and we see the changes God have brought through the glory, his presence, and his faithfulness. I love chapter 13, verse 22, where it says, The pillar of fire by night, nor the cloud of fire by day, never departed from the Israelites. Ever since God delivered them from the world, from Egypt, bless the Lord. It's, that is just representative of our walk from the world, right here in the world, where we at, but into the pursuance of the things of God and pursuance of that call. Don't let anything at all hinder you. Pursue that walk and until you get to the point and position where you can speak like the Lord Jesus said, even Paul the Apostle, that I have finished the race. I have fulfilled what the Lord God Almighty had said I should fulfill. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. The book of Exodus, chapter 14, um, represents our Exodus in the book of Acts chapter two, and I'm 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 going to um, show you where God was reprimanding Moses and saying, "Moses, don't cry unto me." I said, "What's your wilderness? What's hindering you? And how far pushback are you? Are you at a position where you say I can't deliver myself? Even the apostle, the most esteemed apostle in the Bible, Apostle Paul in two Corinthians, he says." I sought the Lord in prayer and I cried because I had a thorn in my flesh. And the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. In other words, I'm not going to deliver you. You're going to deliver yourself by doing what? Trusting me. In faith, by you looking towards me and believing that 
in the midst of this adversity, God is going to deliver me. And it's what we say, the word that we say. Um, here's what Moses did as well when Israel um, was now doubting in fear and complaining and saying, you should have left us in Egypt. And this is what Moses tried to say to comfort them. And um, from a um, kind of sight, you would say this was just the right saying and the right uh, comforting and leading of the prophet <laughs> of that particular time. Um, but God rebuked Moses. Are you in the wilderness where you have no one, but you're seeking only God? That's just the right position because God will deliver you. God will deliver you. God, the Almighty, will never leave you nor forsake you, but God will deliver you. Bless the Lord. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to uh, walk us through this walk, this wilderness. <laughs> it's not only spiritual. It's spiritual first, and then it manifests in the flesh. That's visible to the side, and it's painful. It's painful. The enemy is heartless. Are you in that position? Don't lose hope. Your victory is at hand. Don't lose hope. God will never leave you nor forsake you. Let's have a look at the example of Moses when they were faced with the physical attacks of the enemy when Pharaoh was pursuing the children of Israel. And we're starting at um, verse 13, chapter 14, the book of Exodus, and it reads as follows. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptian whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. That's verse 14. Exodus 14, verse 14. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. The Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. Bless the Lord. Those are my words of comfort unto you. And um, because it is true, he shall surely, he shall surely deliver you. And so verse 15 reads as follows. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And indeed, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor, so I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his armies, chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. <laughs> When I have gained honor for myself of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Bless the Lord. That's um, up to verse 18 from verse 15 up to verse 18. The Lord says, 
You speak, you deliver the children of, of Israel. You do not cry unto me. He reprimands Moses, do not cry unto me. You speak the word and you tell them to walk forward in faith, in faith. Even though you do not see how you're going to go through the sea and you've never heard of something like this happening to anybody and you don't know if you can go through the sea, but go through it. Because that says the Lord, it is written. Um, we, we, we need to strengthen ourselves. The war has gotten ugly. I shared a few things in the past few weeks that I have witnessed this kind of attacks where the enemy and it's, they're well armed and it's hundreds, even thousands of them against individuals who serve God. One person time or just a family or a household it is happening in our times as you know even the apostles in the book of Acts, the armies were after them and against them even the church of the time the pharisees and sadducees were against them these poor people were being arrested day in day out from herod's office as well as accusations from the Sadducees and the Pharisees, who was the church, who were placed in the flesh as the leaders of the peoples or a nation of Israel. Because at that time, um, Israel was under the leadership of the Roman emperor. And so this, we're talking armies here. Uh, and uh, this is very significant because you've got to see, even in the book of Exodus, it was armies. We're talking armies here. Even in the book of Acts, we're talking armies here. People who would just come and persecute, even arrest people. Many a times the disciples were arrested. Many a times the Lord delivered them. Even an angel came and said, go walk through the doors. Even they, they are locked. Are you at a place where it's impossible and all thousands of people are against you just because you are truthful unto the Lord, just because you fear the Lord and the glory of God does manifest through your life. Bless the Lord. I want to make you understand and take it not lightly the enemy only pursues because the presence of God, hallelujah, 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 because the presence of God is there. Because the presence of God is upon you. When you are a Christian who's carnal, Satan is not intimidated by you. He can use you anyhow to defeat yourself, even become ashamed before God, even the world. There is a man who calls the name of God, but there's no presence of God. There is no show of God. He has no worry about you. But when the presence is there, then he will try to really fight you, to destroy you. Kill him, murder. That's what he says. And then we saw with the children uh, during the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, children up to two years old were murdered. Because the presence of God was in this whole thing. Moses the same in Egypt. Children up to two years old and boy children. Because um, uh, a prophet of God was born. It starts from birth. It starts even it will be, it will pursue you because you are born 
for purpose, as Esther the queen would say, for such a time as this, born for such a time as this. God wants us to stand up and stand and be counted as those who did not fear in the midst of pain. I heard Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, no Nebuchadnezzar, and they didn't say, no king, no, there was no respect because he disrespected the servants of God. And he said, no, Nebuchadnezzar, you may do what you want to do. Our God will deliver us. And even if he does not deliver us, I'm, I'm testing, I'm, I'm challenging you Christians. Even if God does not deliver us and we continue in this wilderness or this pain or we die, even if we have to die, we will not serve you. We will not worship you or your gods. Bless the Lord. That's the only thing that the enemy is after. He came to the author of life in the book of Luke chapter 4 and he said, Worship me. That's what Satan wants. Shall you be, are you like Egyptians who go back to their food and the graves and, and they, they, bless the Lord, jobs and and you do not pursue the call of God and you know exactly what he wants from you. He wants you to walk like Peter, Apostle Paul and the others. Even like Moses, some. Hey, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You are challenged, Christians, and I've got to challenge you. And prophetically, I'm going to declare this. Be challenged and judged. Shall you seek to comfort your flesh? Shall you seek to comfort your stomach? As the Egyptian, as the Israelites were saying, verse 13 to verse 14. Shall you do that? Because the whole book of Exodus and Leviticus, as they were walking, as they were in the wilderness, they kept, every time there was a challenge, there's no water. Every time there was no food, every time there was a challenge or an attack, they kept on saying, oh, if we were in Egypt. Egypt represented what? Their jobs. They were slaves to their jobs. <laughs> to the world. Wealth. They were slaves to possessions. They had their own yards. They had their own properties. They had their own everything, you name it. And sometimes they even talk about their meats, good food, garlic and onion. Christians, you are carnal. And that is just a sign of where we at, um, at um, the, the tail end of our deliverance into the promised land. Bless the Lord, for the Lord Jesus Christ is coming, and soonest he is coming. Please, do not be part of the five versions who walked, or should I say, all the hundreds, even over a million of Egyptians that walked out of Egypt, but they did not ever enter into Canaan. And actually, the children had to be chosen to be the ones who take over their children. Shall you do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. Take up your cross and endure. And I prophesy you shall endure. And I prophesy you shall know and look at the scriptures and see your walk through the eyes of the Spirit of God and you will make it as long as you are true to God. In Jesus' name.
This is Radio Pulpit on 6.5, 7am. Your companion in a search for meaning. We will continue this subject in the next week. Bless you. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM. Radio for Believers in Action.